The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. The ancient Roman Empire conquered many nations and lasted for 500 years until its fall in 476 A.D. Its powerful military demolished Rome's enemies and ruled the Holy Land in the time of Jesus. The Roman legions exercised military might and controlled all the territory around the Mediterranean Sea and beyond. The architecture of Rome was unsurpassed in its time. The historian Pliny the Elder wrote in 75 A.D., quote, in great buildings, as well as in other things, the rest of the world has been outdone by us Romans. The united grandeur of them would lead one to imagine that we were describing another world, accumulated in a single spot, end of quote. Will a future Roman Empire claim such glory and power? Your Bible predicts an end-time revival of this great empire. The book of Revelation in your Bible calls this coming empire the beast. This coming superpower will surpass the greatness of the United States and even the growing power of China and the aggressive ambitions of Russia. Will you soon see a modern Roman Empire on the world scene? Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. Your Bible predicts an end-time superpower called the beast. You've heard it referred to as the beast of Revelation. This superpower will exercise worldwide political control and dominance. So who or what is this beast? And who is the woman who rides the beast of Revelation? My friends, you need to know the answer to these questions. Because the prediction of this great superpower will affect your life and dominate the governments and economy of the whole world, as we'll see. On today's program, we'll be offering you an inspiring, eye-opening booklet titled, The Beast of Revelation. Be sure to write down the phone number and address. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for the booklet on The Beast of Revelation. My friends, can we expect an end-time revival of the ancient Roman Empire? Turn in your Bible to Revelation, the 17th chapter. Here the Apostle John sees in vision a harlot riding a symbolic beast with seven heads and ten horns. Revelation 17, verse 3. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. What is the meaning of this beast with seven heads and ten horns? We do not have to guess because the Bible interprets the Bible. Let's read that in Revelation 17, verse 9. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seventh and is going to perdition. 
Here we see the heads represent mountains. Elsewhere in the Bible is a symbol of governments or kingdoms. But these seven heads also represent seven successive kings. They are revivals of the original kingdom. In our free booklet that we're offering today, we have a chart comparing four parallel biblical accounts of these historic and future kingdoms. Most Bible scholars are familiar with the comparison of Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 4, Revelation chapter 13, and Revelation chapter 17. How do we know the sequence of these historic kingdoms? The prophet Daniel, under God's inspiration, interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream of a great image with a head of gold. You can read about that in Daniel 2, verses 36 through 45. Daniel told King Nebuchadnezzar, You are this head of gold, Daniel 2, verse 38. God revealed to ancient King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon that he was the head of gold, representing the historic Babylonian empire. Nebuchadnezzar's dream revealed an image with a head of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. What empires or kingdoms did this image symbolize? The prophet Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar that the head of gold represented him and his empire, the Babylonian Empire. Historically, this empire was replaced by the Medo-Persian Empire, represented by the chest and arms of silver, followed by the Roman Empire. The symbolic beasts of Revelation 13 and Revelation 17 also represent the Roman Empire. Several biblical commentators have also identified the beast of Revelation as the Roman Empire. This includes the new Catholic edition of the Holy Bible, translated from the Latin Vulgate, generally called the Dewey Reims Version. It makes this comment concerning the beast of Revelation 17, verse 11. Quote, The beast spoken of here seems to be the Roman Empire, as in chapter 13. End of quote. In other words, both the beast of Revelation 17 and the beast of Revelation 13 represent the Roman Empire. This Catholic Bible also comments concerning Revelation 13, verse 1, as follows, quote, The picture of the first beast is based on the seventh chapter of Daniel. This beast is the figure of kingdoms of the world, kingdoms founded on passion and selfishness, which in every age are antagonistic to Christ and seek to oppress the servants of God. Imperial Rome represents this power, end of quote. My friends, Bible prophecy predicts an end-time superpower that will eventually dominate Europe and the Middle East. This superpower will be a revived Roman Empire symbolized as a beast in the prophecies of Revelation and Daniel. Let's understand, even now, many Europeans envision the European Union as a new Roman Empire. Will the current European Union become the next Roman Empire? Tomorrow's World Regional Editor, Douglas Winnale, wrote the following in his article titled, Shadows Over Europe. Quote, Europe's modern leaders are still trying to unite Europe on a Roman model. When the Treaty of Rome was signed in 1957, laying the foundation of European unity, the participants stated that we felt like Romans that day. We were consciously recreating the Roman Empire once more. And that's from the Signature of God by Jeffrey 
pages 190 to 191. After the decline and fall of the ancient Roman Empire in 476 A.D., there have been six historic revivals. The sixth revival is referred to in Revelation 17, verse 10. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. Read that in your own Bible. Many of you watching the program witnessed that powerful revival during World War II. What nations represented the sixth revival of the Roman Empire? We'll answer that question in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you this amazing free booklet that will document the rise of the next Roman Empire. It's titled, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. This booklet will help you understand not only the beast, as described in the book of Revelation, but the same superpower described as a beast in Daniel, the seventh chapter. Nebuchadnezzar's image of Daniel, the second chapter, also predicts this end-time superpower. You need to understand these major prophecies discussed in Daniel 2, Daniel 7, Revelation 13, and Revelation 17. To help you understand these major prophecies, we have a chart in our free booklet that compares the characteristics of these visions. The first column describes the image of Daniel 2. The second column describes the four beasts of Daniel 7. The third column describes the seven-headed beast of Revelation 13. The fourth column describes the harlot riding the scarlet beast of Revelation 17. The final two columns of this chart give you the symbolic meaning and the historic fulfillment. This free booklet is titled, The Beast of Revelation. Many students have tried in vain to identify this mysterious beast. Who is it? And who is the woman who rides the beast? Our exciting free booklet on the beast answers these questions. Just pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet on the Beast of Revelation. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is 1-800-493-5437. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. In the first part of our program, we saw that the ancient and powerful Roman Empire virtually ruled the world for more than 500 years. Because of its corruption, immorality, and oppression, the empire declined and fell in 476 A.D. We've briefly discussed five of seven revivals that took place ending with the fall of Napoleon in 1814 A.D. What constituted the Sixth Revival? The Sixth Revival was led by dominance of Italy and Germany, ending in the Hitler-Mussolini axis. John O'Gwynn, the author of our free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, writes this on page 24, quote, 
anxious to restore glory. Mussolini looked for places to conquer. Ethiopia, whose armies had routed the Italians out of East Africa in 1896, seemed a likely prospect. Mussolini's army successfully invaded Ethiopia and Somaliland. In 1936, he grandiosely proclaimed from the balcony of the Palace Venezia, after 15 centuries, the reappearance of the empire on the faded hills of Rome. Mussolini then proceeded to enter into an alliance with Adolf Hitler, ruler of Germany since 1933, that resulted in the Rome-Berlin axis of World War II. This sixth attempt at uniting Europe by reviving the concept of Imperial Rome went down in flames and ignominy in 1945. That sixth of seven revivals ended in 1945. One final revival of the Roman Empire remains. This future revival will consist of ten kings or kingdoms unified with a symbolic beast. Even today, the European Union features a hierarchical core of nations to which peripheral nations are subject to its decisions. Germany is the strongest nation economically and exerts powerful leadership. One survey in 2014 reported that Germany is now the world's favorite nation. Quote, Germany, it appears, is the most respected country in the world. According to the Nation Brands Index, Germany deposed the hitherto reigning champion, the United States, end of quote. That's from Reuters, November 17, 2014. My friends, watch developments in Europe. Consider the rise of the next world superpower. Ten kings will give their power and authority to the beast, as it tells us in Revelation 17, verse 12. Notice the time setting of this final revival. Revelation 17, verse 14. These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. This end-time superpower will attempt to fight the Lamb, Jesus Christ, at his coming. The time setting of this revival is just before the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. This end-time military machine will fail in its war against Christ. The King of Kings will conquer and overcome this final worldly system, and Christ will establish his kingdom here on earth. Daniel's prophecy we read earlier shows a great stone smashing the feet of the historic image. Remember, we saw that the image in Daniel 2 represented world-ruling empires. The head of gold represented the Babylonian Empire. The chest and arms of silver represent the Medo-Persian Empire. The empire was followed by the Greco-Macedonian Empire of Alexander the Great, represented by the belly and thighs of bronze. Then the Roman Empire, represented by the two legs of iron. The ten toes on two feet of iron mixed with ceramic clay represent a future revival of the Roman Empire. The feet represent the final ten kings or kingdoms of the revived Roman Empire. But what happens next in prophetic sequence? Daniel revealed the answer to King Nebuchadnezzar. Turn in your Bible to Daniel 2, verse 34. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay, and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together 
and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. What did that stone represent? That stone, my friends, represents the coming kingdom of God, the kingdom you have been praying for. Daniel explains the meaning of this stone in verse 44. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. Yes, the kingdom will stand forever. That kingdom will be the kingdom of God, ruled by the King of kings and Lord of lords. He will conquer all the worldly and oppressive nations and powers, and he will replace them with his glorious kingdom. That's the good news we all look forward to. We pray daily, your kingdom come. My friends, you need to study your Bible so that you will not be deceived by the enticing temptations of this coming superpower. The book of Revelation reveals an end-time beast power ridden by a harlot. Who is this beast and the woman who rides the beast? You need to study your Bible so that you will not be enslaved by the mark of the beast. Your future is at stake. You need to understand the mysterious mark of the beast and the meaning of the number 666 mentioned in Revelation 13, verses 17 and 18. Our free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, will give you that understanding. You need this free booklet. Call now. To request today's free informative offer, visit us on the internet at tomorrowsworld.org. Go to tomorrowsworld.org. The book of Revelation reveals an end-time superpower, this final revival of the Roman Empire under the dynamic leadership of the beast will have military might, thinking it can even destroy Christ's army. But Revelation 18 also reveals the economic power of the beast. This superpower system is characterized by its carnal, worldly lust for power and glory and its support of pagan religion and the woman who rides the beast. God reveals the worldwide scope and economic supremacy of this system. Revelation 18 and verse 3. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Yes, this superpower will replace the United States and any other pretenders for world power, economic dominance, and influence. We've been warning our Western nations that unless they repent of their materialism, idolatry, immorality, and sinfulness, God will judge them powerfully. At one time, my friends, the United States was the world's greatest creditor nation. It loaned billions of dollars to other nations. Now the United States is the world's greatest debtor nation. It must borrow from other nations. According to Forbes magazine, the United States, quote, has the most debt of any country in absolute terms, an estimated $14.6 trillion in general government net debt, 
double the debt of second place Japan. United States debt has grown $10 trillion in the last decade, end of quote. Since that report by Forbes in 2013, the total U.S. public debt passed the $18 trillion mark for the first time on November 28, 2014. The next world superpower will dominate the world's economy. Its military power will even fight against Christ in what is called the Battle of Armageddon. Christ and his army will conquer and destroy these evil nations. You can read about their punishment and destruction in Revelation 16, verses 12 through 16, and Revelation 19, verses 11 through 21. My friends, we know from Bible prophecy that there will be a powerful religious leader in the future who will perform dramatic miracles. That leader will excite religious passions all over the world. Read that in Revelation 13, verse 11. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. This future religious leader will deceive millions, if not billions of people, by false miracles. My friends, you need to avoid deception. Request our exciting and revealing free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. Listen to these chapter headings. Rome, ancient and future master of the world, the Beast of Revelation Revealed, The Beast's Mysterious Mark. This booklet will give you the biblical and historic information you need to understand the beast described in Revelation and Daniel. The beast in Revelation is identified by a mysterious mark. You need to understand the mark of the beast. The beast is also identified by a number, 666. What is the meaning of this number? And who is the woman who rides the beast? Our free booklet will give you the answers. Here in the center is the chart comparing the symbolic meaning and historic fulfillment of Daniel chapters 2 and 7 and Revelation chapters 13 and 17. This booklet will help you in your study of Bible prophecy. There's no cost or obligation. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet titled, The Beast of Revelation. You can also order this booklet on our website, at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is one 800 4935437 With this offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. 
tomorrow's world. Call now. On today's program, we saw that the ancient and powerful Roman Empire virtually ruled the world for more than 500 years. The Roman legions dominated territory surrounding the Mediterranean. They even invaded what is now Great Britain. Roman ruins give evidence of its occupation. Even today, you can see the remains of Hadrian's Wall, a defensive measure by the Romans that ran 73 miles across central Britain. The Antonine Wall, built around 142 A.D., extended 39 miles across central Scotland and represented the northernmost frontier of the Roman Empire. The next Roman Empire will exercise its power economically, politically, and militarily. As we read earlier in Revelation 18, verse 3, this new superpower will produce special wealth to those nations which submit to it. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Notice, my friends, the very next verse gives a sobering warning to you and me in Revelation 18 and verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. My friends, make sure that you are close to God. Watch and pray always, as it tells us in Luke 21, verse 36. God will protect those who reject the mark of the beast, and he will protect those who remain faithful to the returning King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. Every year brings us closer to the second coming and the kingdom of God on earth. We look forward to tomorrow's world and universal peace and prosperity for all nations. Thank God that he will conquer the rebellious evil kingdoms of this world. As we read in Revelation 17 and verse 14, These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. My friends, pray that you will be with Christ when he returns to this earth, and pray for the kingdom to come. Be sure to request your free copy of the amazing informative booklet, The Beast of Revelation. And be sure to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We invite you to join our colleagues, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will also share with you the awesome truths of the Bible, the deeper meaning of life, and the prophecies of Tomorrow's World. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.